dance. Are you a flat guy or a drumstick guy? It's a great question. Uh, I am a drumsticks guy. Uh, I You're under- a drumstick guy? Yeah, I understand the value of the flat. Um, and I understand yeah. it takes special skill to be able to clean a flat. Uh, yeah. But I'm just a, a, a cannibal dive in, tear the meat off the bone kind of guy. Kind of go for it, huh? Yeah. Uh, I made some wings a couple days ago. Now, these wings are, they were flash frozen individually. So that like they're not frozen in a giant clump. Mm, okay. And then I cooked them, and they were, like, the greasiest, awful wings I've ever had in my life. Oh, no. I'm, I'm <laughs> assuming they were, like, store-bought ones, right? Like, store-bought from yeah, a bag kind I, of thing? I think from now on, because Meyer, you can buy, like, the wings still combined, and you have to, you know, butcher them Separate yourselves. Them. Yeah, I've done that. I think I would rather do that. I hate separating wings uh like when oh, they're really? when they're still together um i know there is an easy trick like there's supposed to be a spot on the <laughs> joint that is the easiest like you just yeah chop through it and it's supposed to be easy i can never find it I can never find it uh, and if there's anything this podcast knows it's that i make I, i'm a wing connoisseur you are you are a wing guy and make some damn good wings that's for sure and so i it's 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 always easier for me to go to the butcher and just ha- get the pre-separated wings. <laughs> uh, yeah. and, and our butcher always does. Actually, I need to go to, uh, to Whole Foods the next couple of weeks and get the ones I'm going to make for the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh, Katie got me an air fryer uh, for Christmas, um, which oh, is nice because okay. our, our old air fryer was like one that we had gotten like a long time ago. It was like one of the $50 tiny little tray. You can make like three things yeah. in it. Um, and I tried to make wings in it one time and then like I ran out of time because the batches were so small. I couldn't do it. So yeah, this one's bigger and has more room and I can like actually put a decent number of wings in there and have room to flip them. Okay. Which is huge. Nice. Um, yeah. And so she also, we're going to get into Christmas, but another gift I got was, uh, the hot ones three pack. From the most recent season. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I got mm. the buffalo sauce, which I am going uh-huh. to use uh, for when I make it my way, which is actually putting it in the oil and frying it. And then yeah. um, I got a little thing of the last dab, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Katie have a wing with the last dab. Yes. Uh, oh, very excited. Yes. <laughs> uh, very excited. <clears throat> well, that's awesome. Uh, I love wings so much and i am i was so uh disappointed in my wings i finished them all in two days but boy howdy was it just just, they were so greasy and just like it's a kind of gamey um i also like that you said you have a butcher uh yes i baked them okay but uh I, i like that you said you had a butcher and it's just the guy from whole foods it's i it's the butcher counter at whole foods okay uh we do have some guy in a greasy apron covered in blood. Here's the thing. We have a legitimate butcher shop here in my town. Uh, and we got Katie's dad a gift card there for Christmas or birthday or something last year. Um, and it was the most complicated 
thing to use and get because we did it online and then they never sent us like an email or a confirmation or anything like that, but they took the money out. Then we had to fight through this Mm. whole thing with this butcher shop to just get the gift card that we paid for. And yeah, uh, eventually they're like, just send him up here and like, tell us and we will like get it. We're like this. We're never doing this again. Um, so I'm a little jaded from our, from our local butcher shop, whole foods, butcher shop, never had an issue. (laughs) They don't, they always a hot, hot dad tip for you. There you go. There you go. They don't always have plain chicken wings. Uh, like I can't just go whenever I want and get plain chicken wings from behind the counter. Uh, because whenever they do chicken wings behind the counter, they pre season them. Right. Oh, so it's like, come get your honey teriyaki chicken wings. Like, that's great. I'm sure that tastes delicious, but what I want is to do it my way. <laughs> uh, so it's, it's, you know, you know, it's, I have done like split it by the joint from like from Meyer. Actually, I think I got that same pack that uh, Meyer pack of chicken yeah. wings and separated and they tasted great. It's just such a pain to yes. my wing cooking process is far more elaborate than most people's wing cooking process to begin with so when you add an extra layer of work on top of it it's just like i this is too much for me that's the line i'm not willing to cross (laughs) that's it that's the one welcome to big dad energy the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads i'm your co-host joe lopez and with me as always is my co-dad jared shemansky jared how the heck are you? I miss your face. It's been so long, Joe. It's been so long. So long. We did D&D and then recorded our last episode of, of BDE. And then since then, it's been it's been just a crazy packed couple of weeks. Uh, like everything we do. Just chaos. Chaos. Uh, how was your holidays? How, how, how were uh-huh. the entirety of it? Um, it was good. It was good. It was fun. The only issue is, and we talked about this right before we took our, our holiday break was there's just, it's always so busy that it's like, is it, it's not as enjoyable as right. I want it to be. Cause it's just, you know, nonstop for, for a couple days. And then you go from that transition of Christmas to new year and that's kind of chaotic. Um, but overall it was pretty good. Pretty good. How was yours and uh, your family's? It was it was okay. Um, we were sick, like real sick. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, you know it's bad. Like when I get sick. I know that's a weird thing to say, but like I have a special set of skills, and that was <laughs> growing up wrestling. I have contracted any sort of viral thing that you can imagine um yeah and like just have developed the immune system that like even when the kids get sick and katie gets sick i don't get sick so like yeah we came home from dc or i'm sorry i came home from dc we played D right. here and then katie and the kids were generally sick right like katie was sick yeah. and then the kids were had it and it wasn't great and i was fine all week that first week and then they started to get better towards the weekend, all that stuff. And then I, I'm sorry, I, I had my week off. We played D&D that Sunday and I started not feeling great. Yeah. Like when we were playing, I was like, ah, I'm feeling a little bit iffy, like uh, a little bit stuffy, a little bit like out of energy. And then uh, push through Sunday. 
Monday and Tuesday, I didn't leave bed. I just Oof. was like, I brought my work laptop into bed and just did what I could when I was laying there. But like, I fell asleep yeah. at like five o'clock both nights. Like just, it, it's the, it had to be the flu. It was the only thing I could think of that like knocks right. you out like that. Right. Um, so it lasted two days for me and then I was okay. And then the baby got it right after me. He was stuffy, sleepy, uh, all that kind of stuff. So I kept him home that like week before I had before Christmas, I was sick for two days. I had the baby for an extra day. Uh, like it was just all kinds of, of wild. Um, his lasted two days. So then Thursday rolls around, then Katie gets sick. Uh, but Katie can't take the last day off, uh, before a holiday or else you lose, you don't get paid over the holiday. Uh, that's how public school systems work, which is wrong. And, and that's a whole different conversation we can have. America. Katie forced herself to go to school with the flu because she had to, or else you lose out on like a month of pay. Um, right. So she's sick for two days. And then finally on the tail end of it, Ben gets sick right at the very end of it. So like we just alternated every two days. Uh, everybody got sick leading right up until Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, everybody's starting to feel okay. Still, you know, still like getting over the flu, not feeling great, but like enough that we were awake and and making it through the day. Right. Christmas comes around. We are supposed to go to Katie's mom's on Christmas Eve. Ben's sick. We don't want to risk it. We're just like, uh, we're not going to come over. Um, so we just do Christmas Eve with us, uh, hang out. And then Christmas Day, we were supposed to go over and have dinner at her mom's again with her grandparents there and wake up on Christmas Day and Katie has an allergic reaction all over her body. Just full out Ooh, I hives. saw that she posted that. Yeah, full out hives, head to toe. And we're like, that is insane. So we're like, we're still, Ben's still sick. Katie's got this allergic reaction. We, you know, we do Christmas with the kids and stuff like that. We go over to Katie's mom's yeah. house just with our family so that, like, we're not getting her grandparents sick. Do a quick gift session there. Get the gifts. Come home. And that's, like, how our Christmas day was spent. Uh, and then we're supposed to wake up on the 26th and go up north to my family Christmas. That was, like, our one big, like, right. trip of, like, one big Christmas event we had to do. Um, wake up on the 26th. Katie's getting worse. Oh no. We're like, oh no. So Katie's gotta go to the urgent care at like eight thirty in the morning on the twenty sixth and like she has to get steroids and take care of that yeah. whole thing. And then uh luckily after that event on the twenty sixth, everybody started to get better. Um my dads ended up stopping by on their way home so that they could bring us our gifts that we missed out on and we could do all like a little uh Christmas you know, gift exchange at our house. Um but yeah. So leading up to Christmas and going through Christmas, terrible. The week after Christmas, I didn't work. Katie didn't work. We were all starting to feel better. Much, much easier. Felt much better. Uh, and so, yeah, it was a it was a sick Christmas. Ew, that's rough. That is rough. I, um, it's crazy. It's You forget when you haven't been, like, sick in a long time, I think. Like, it, yeah. It, even truly... I get sick once a year, but even when I get sick, I'm just like tired and that's the end of it. Like, uh, 
Yeah. This was like truly I was going to bed at five o'clock in the evening. Like no no joke, just going straight to bed, freezing cold all day, you know, like that's how you know something's wrong with me. If I'm cold, I, something is wrong. Um, yeah. And so it just felt awful. And, it's, and it, it hit all of us the exact same. Like, when Will got sick, he just slept. all day. You just had to hold him all day and all night. Uh, and then when Katie got sick, same thing. She just fell asleep, slept all day. Uh, and same thing for Ben. Like, it, just cool. a, a nutty, nutty experience of getting the flu right before Christmas and during Christmas. Yeah, that's crazy. We had <clears throat> whatever this um, cold-like weird crud is that isn't COVID. Yeah. Like, yep. it's, you know, it's just this weird cold. We've all been through that. Um, that's kind of it this holiday season, but it's definitely been, like, the last three to four weeks, it feels like. We've just been kind of, like, you know, sniffling and coughing, um, but not COVID. So well, who knows what it is? I was so like i dodged it twice i dodged covid twice yeah uh in december because our buddy derosia we went to the hockey game and then he got covid like two days later was test positive with covid i was like oh my god yeah nothing like it didn't affect me at all and then um when we played D, we had that scare where i don't think any of us got it but we there was some exposure somewhere down the line and so like I dodged it twice and didn't get it, but somehow got the flu from somewhere. Right. Ugh, that's rough. That is rough. So what, um, a, what a crazy, crazy way to spend a holiday. And I'll tell you something, Joe. I'm, I'm changing my ways. I'm going to shop early <laughs> next year. <laughs> I am. That's probably good. I am the world's notorious last minute shopper. Um, and it was even worse this year because the the Saturday was the 23rd. So all the shops were open yeah. and nobody was at work. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to go shop on that day. But my house is sick and dying. I have like no time or pre- like things to do. I don't, I can't go by myself because Katie's sick at home. You know, like I had no, right. Uh, so I had to take Ben and we had to go to like five different stores and I just didn't have, I just, didn't get the Christmas presents I wanted to get and I couldn't like, right. Uh, so I, I am changing my ways. Yeah. So, uh, run me down Christmas, you know, how, how was it for the kids? What did they get? What did they like? How, uh, how were they Christmas morning? So we, uh, before we go into like detail and Christmas, let me ask you, do you guys do all gifts from Santa or, a few gifts from Santa. How do you do Santa presents? So Santa comes and leaves a couple for, for our kids. And then we have, um, from us, we, we have some as well. Uh, we actually had a small tree that, uh, Santa put presents under for the kids. That was like all of our chotch ornaments, like all of our random ornaments, um, and left out like cookies and carrots for his reindeer and him. Uh, but for presents wise, you know, they get just a couple yeah, and then, you know, have quite a few from us. Uh, so we do, Santa brings a big present, like that's how we do it. So all the little like normal <clears throat> presents and things like that, that they normally get all the, the, uh, I would say 
not not presents are run of the mill, but the run of the mill presents, you know, the stuff they're normally gonna get. Yeah. That all comes from from Katie and I. Uh and then this year Santa brought them both a bike. So Ben got a bike and oh. Will got a bike. Um Will's doesn't have pedals on it, but um Ben's is like a a, a big boy bike. It's got, you know, a handlebar yeah. and pedals and training wheels and everything like that, and they both got a helmet. Um, so that was Santa's present this year. Um so they got that, and then uh, I think the other, then they each get little things like Ben obviously loves cars and the Cars movie and everything right. like that. So we got a little package full of like miniature Cars movie cars, um, that he loves. Yeah. Um, but the big thing we got them from Katie and I was this thing called a Tony, um, and it's a little like smushable speaker that has, uh a magnet on top and then you put characters on top and it plays the music from whatever that character's from. So, um, oh, nice. the one that was on sale was the frozen one, even though our kids don't watch frozen, but so we have an right. Elsa, uh, we got a Mirabelle because that's the only thing we do. And we watch two movies in this house or I guess two, three movies on rotation, but three. two main movies, cars and Encanto are the two movies that Ben only wants gotcha. to watch. Um, and then the third one is Coco, but that's because Katie and I like it and Ben doesn't hate it, <laughs> right? So we'll watch yeah. Coco because Katie and I like it. Um, so we got them a this this like uh, speaker box with uh, fr- um, Elsa, Mirabelle, Mater from Cars, which plays really yeah. old country music from the Cars soundtrack. And it, oh, Katie and funny. I... Just can't stand it. Just can't stand it at all. But ben, it's his favorite. It's a, he wants to listen to that music yeah. constantly. Um, Rascal so, Flats, Life is a Highway. It's it doesn't even have Life is a Highway on it. It's just I know That's it's like you know the the like sad country music they play when they're talking about what the town used to be before the highway was put in. Yeah, that's the music yeah. it plays. It's like huh. four songs Weird. of like old country music about when this town was like it's it's not even like the the hits i would say from too much i guess so much money uh so we got that and then we got coco and he plays uh a few different songs from from coco like remember me and uh um poco loco um great song great it's katie's favorite um poco loco is so good it's fantastic it also tell so each Tony has like three or four songs on it and then a story about whatever it's from. Right. So like, well, that's cool. The Mater one isn't the story of cars. It's a story about Mater learning how to become a plane, which is a very on brand for cars. But like, uh, Mirabelle's is in Kanto. Uh, and then Coco's is the story of Coco, but they have it in English and in Spanish. So if you let it play long enough, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it'll tell the story in English and then it'll restart and tell the story in Spanish, which is really neat. Um, and I, oh, and then we got him the the Spidey from the cartoon that plays uh the Fallout Boy Spidey songs. Um, yeah. So it's really funny because that's Ben's other favorite. So we'll go from like old bad country music to you know Fallout Boy playing uh right webs up or whatever Spidey it's called fighting and his amazing, friend. his amazing yeah. friends um and so uh it's it's a neat little thing i when you guys come over you'll see it it's 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 a neat neat yeah. little toy um but it is both boys love it which is great 
Uh, Will likes it because he can put together. If he takes it off, it stops playing. If he puts it back on, it starts playing. Right. So okay. Uh, he likes that, and then Ben actually likes the music. Uh, and there's, I mean, an in innumerable amount of characters you can get to put on these things right so it's a gift that we can keep yeah. re-upping like um for sure katie wants to get like a, a mindfulness one for for ben to try and get him to take some deep breaths once in a while um yeah so, <laughs> i know uh so Good yeah luck. that was uh that was our christmas um I touched on a couple That's of cool. things that i got i got uh um hot sauce i got some um Actually, I got a new blanket I'm using now. It's uh, the map of nice. Middle Earth uh, as a blanket. Oh, nice. Which is ideal. Uh, so that's my new desk blanket. Yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty pretty good Christmas all around. I think we all had a, a good time. Um, I wish I had been better about Katie's presents. Um, I got her things that she wanted, but she did return one of them and buy a video camera she wanted. So you win some, you lose some, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's um, cool. Yeah, so it was um, it was good. How about you guys? How how was your Christmas? So it was really good. Um Christmas Eve. We did Christmas Eve with um Kayla's family, which is pretty great. I mean it's pretty simple, pretty it, it's just us, her parents and her my lamp just fell oh over. Oh my gosh. Not my lamp, just my lampshade. Uh but uh That's what you get for messing with it so much before recording. I know, right? And uh, Kayla's brother and his family. So it's it's you know a decent amount of people in their in Kayla's parents' house, and we ate dinner. We don't cook on Christmas. We order our, uh, takeout. So we had um, Kayla's mom had ordered uh, ribs, fried chicken, mashed potatoes, um, and a couple other things. And then you know we brought like fruit and dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a pretty simple dinner. And then as far as presence-wise goes from there, you know, it's a little bit of controlled chaos because all the kids are now at an age. There's four of them that are four and under. So there's two that are four. Grayson and Ellie are two. So two that are four, two that are two. And they all understand, you know, opening presents and whatnot. So back in the day, we would do the thing, you know, where Kayla's mom would be like, okay, you open a present, then we'll go to the next person, they'll open a present. One at a time. And she started to, like, say this out loud to all of us, and we were just like, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm so sorry, it's not going to work out like that. (laughs) It So for our Christmas, the same way, my my dad came and they brought in, um, like, the boxes of presents that they had brought. And yeah it didn't even look at whose name was on it. Just like, uh, Jared, this one's for you, but Will's halfway through opening it. And you're like, yeah, okay. Uh, like that's right. Yeah. That's going to happen. Exactly. So we did that. Um, we were there for just a couple hours, um, enough to like get them tired and whiny and then going home. Um, but that night, Sunday night, we, uh, got home and, you know, Grayson basically went right to bed. Passed out at like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Nice. Cora, I think, was super excited because she definitely now again is four, so she understands Santa's coming. There's gonna be presents tomorrow. Yeah. Well, she's um, got all her friends at school to and, talk about it with and everything like that, right? Right. Exactly. So we showed her like the the Santa tracker app, you know, so you can see where mm-hmm. Santa's at in the world. 
And she just was not falling asleep and not falling asleep. And finally, it was like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I think maybe around 10, 30, she finally passed out. Uh, so that was Christmas Eve. And then we uh, we brought our presents up and got everything ready for Santa, the cookies and carrots and whatnot. Um, and then it was like 11 o'clock, 11.30 rolled around. And I was like, I'm getting drunk. you're wild joe you're wild and i had some drinks and watched some movies i watched the night before which is my favorite movie to watch on christmas eve it's got joseph gordon levitt and anthony mackie and seth rogan celebrating the night before christmas in new york city and it's a great flick just like just a stupid funny movie like sure uh so we did that christmas eve and then christmas day kids woke up and uh, so what, what Santa brings them is just kind of small things. And Kayla and I were, for us, from our perspective, was very much like, okay, you know, we want to make sure Santa knows only to bring smaller things so that way the bigger things come from us. Because growing up, some of my cousins would get much better presents from Santa than uh, I would get. I get based you. on income status of the families, you know. It's a small uh, way to think about it. I get that. Yeah, so, you know, Santa may bring my cousin Tyler something, but then I get, you know, something smaller. So yeah. Santa brought some some things that the kids love, like uh, a set of books that Cora absolutely loves. Uh, they don't have a title, but I call them the creepy books. There's creepy carrots, creepy underwear, uh, and creepy crayon. Of course they are. <laughs> your, your entire family's haunted, Joe, and I want you to know that. It is. And they're so much fun. They're they're pretty. They're really really great books. Cora found them at the library one day, and they're just they're really fun. They're really funny. Um, and Grayson got a few things, like a few smaller things here and there. Um, but uh, yeah. And then from from us, they they kind of got like a array of things, right? Like they got books, they got toys. Grayson got some car stuff. Cora got a LOL doll because she's now in her doll phase. Nice. Where she like wants to do makeup and, and this and that. Um, so she got, you know, kind of a lot of stuff like that. And then Kayla and I will go off of our Amazon lists and, yeah. and buy from that, which is just makes things so easy because we know what the other person wants. But then, but then Kayla went uh, off script a little bit and got me um, the screenplay of Nightmare Before Christmas along with the storyboards in a book. That's really cool. Uh, which is very cool. And then a couple other things. Um, she got me a dice tower uh hand holder like you can put your beer in it and it's also a dice tower so you can nice nice yeah 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 Yeah, so there's some some cool stuff and then you know for kayla i got her some leggings that she wanted um some earrings you know just kind of you know whatever was on her list she got like a jumpsuit things like that so uh amazon list that was like that's like the best way for us to christmas shop you know it's really funny we normally have always done that, like just Amazon lists. And I try yeah. and get, I try and go off script to the Amazon list because Katie is a, I'm trying to, to, to phrase this Back like, older? no, uh, I'm, I'm trying to phrase <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, what is the, the love language is gift giving, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Katie is a master gift giver. 
for anybody and everything. Yeah. Masterful at it. She knows exactly what to get you, when to get it, when it, to get it for you. And also in and really good taste and really great. T- like very good. At really it. great. taste. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure on me to get her something. Right. And yeah. I, as stated, am a bad gift giver. I, the best presents I've given are the nerd presents that I give you guys because I know that I would want them so I can turn around and give them to you guys. <laughs> right. Like that's, right. that's how I know what to buy. So trying to buy presents for Katie, Katie likes to be surprised. She wants the gift to be more like, uh, this year she actually has wisened up and like sent me links and said, buy this for Christmas, buy this for Christmas, but I still have to go out and get her something she's not expecting because she doesn't yeah. want just what she, what she says she wants, if that makes sense, right? For sure. And so uh, that's where I failed. I got her the things that she had asked for. Uh, and honestly, the Amazon list backfired because we socialized our Amazon list this year. Like when our parents asked and when like relatives yeah. asked, we yeah. sent out our Amazon lists and everybody bought Katie right. things off the Amazon list. So when I went to go pick over it, they were already bought. They were already there. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, all right, now I have to go. Now I especially have to put extra thought and do do something different. Um, so, uh, it, uh, yeah, the Amazon list backfired on us because we socialized them and and sent them out to people. Right, that's funny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, based off of what we got, I mean, like we got some pretty good stuff for each other, which which is nice. Um, I'm not like a big pre- like i i i'm like katie i love giving gifts yeah but i like giving gifts randomly throughout the year right like i hate when i'm like oh it's christmas you're forced to buy gifts because society says you have to you would give gifts uh, on halloween if you could be honest oh my god i mean i have a halloween tree i have a christmas tree <laughs> yeah. that's spray painted black like <laughs> <laughs> you're a halloween psycho is gonna give yeah the great pumpkin um, comes to town which, it's January fourth, so we're deep in spooky season now. I can't um, even. I can't even argue. There's. No, I mean, the next holiday on <laughs> like our list is. Well, I guess same, I'm a big St. Patrick's Day person because I'm a Guinness drinker. But beyond St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, that I mean, the next holiday is basically Halloween. Basically Halloween. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So outside of that, Kayla's birthday is uh, December twentieth as well. So like. Oh, that's right. Her birthday comes right before Christmas. So for her birthday, um, we actually, uh, Kayla's parents came over and watched our kids. And I was like, okay, let's go out to a nice dinner, which is what we did last year. So we went to the same place we went last year, which is called Gandhi Dancer in Ann Arbor. It's a really top-notch. Uh, seafood's kind of their thing. It's, sure. it's like their main thing. But then they have, you know, a, a menu of like poultry and beef. Um but it's right on the railroad tracks, the Amtrak tracks of Ann Arbor. So like the Amtrak will go by it every once in a while, which is really cool to be in. And it's set in the old, old train station of Ann Arbor. Nice. Is what, what the building is. That's pretty neat. Yeah. So it's a really, yeah, it's a really cool space. Um, so we went and did that. And then we went and had some mead at a place in Ann Arbor. And then um, met our cousins out uh, just outside of where we live. Um, I just realized you guys really pack everything in to like a six week span because it's yeah Cora's crazy it's like Cora's birthday thanksgiving kayla's birthday christmas gray's birthday your birthday all in like six weeks yeah 
Yeah, it's insane. It is absolute chaos. So from like October to January, it, like all of our money's gone. Yeah, because it's like you know oh, all the holidays, all Halloween. The I, like you even start if you yeah, start at Halloween right. and just go from Halloween until your birthday. Your birthday is January 11th. I, yours and Florian's I always confuse. 18th. 18th. Okay. Florian, Florian's is 11th. Mine's that's. 18th. I always get you guys backwards. Um. Yeah. So basically, from Halloween until January 18th, you guys are just cranking out. Yeah. Just nonstop moving. Um, yeah. So it, it it's pretty intense. Um, so yeah. So her birthday happened, and then we did Christmas, and then on Christmas Day, my mom came over and had lunch with us. But then Christmas night, the Lopez family, which is huge, my dad again, I'm sure I've said it on here, is one of 18 kids. So, uh. We went out there to my family's house that we have. Uh, and I don't know, maybe a quarter of the people were out there, a third of the mm-hmm. people. Basically, 50 people were out there. Still, that's 40 to 50 people. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we ate some tamales, hung out, the kids got some presents, and then we took off. Um, and that was kind of it. And then, uh, and then we rolled into January 30th. The worst night of football I've ever watched in my life. I, the last week has been bad for me football wise. Um, <laughs> so December 30th, we watched the Lions play on a Saturday. Uh, only game on full on focus of the, of the, of the world. Uh, yeah. It was a great game, honestly. If you like zoom out and take out the last 30 seconds yeah. of it, it was a great game. Uh, and then the refs just steal a win, straight up steal a win from the Lions. I've been talking about it all week. It's nauseating how much people are talking about this stupid screw up by the ref that literally cost the Lions a game. Um, so that was Saturday, the first game of the, of the week. And then the rest of the games played yeah. on Sunday. Well, I was in our fantasy football championship this week. Shut up. Playing against... <laughs> actually, eggs. You know what's funny, Joe? <laughs> I have to go back a couple of weeks. Kevin was telling me about it when we were playing D&D. So, I played you in the last week of the season. If I had lost okay. to you, Annie would have snuck into the playoffs based off record. Or points or oh, something really? like that. I beat you by, like... A shellacking. It was, I, I probably had one of my best weeks of the year, and you just like didn't even show up to the match. Uh, yeah. And so I booted Annie out of the playoffs, destroyed you, got a higher seed in the uh in the playoffs, and then got to the final where I faced our old pal Jake from Australia. Ugh. And so Saturday night. I have one of the Lions players on my team. I'm like, great. We're gonna kick this. We're gonna kick this week off. Give Who do you have Jameer Gibbs, the running back. Okay. I'm yeah. like, we're gonna kick this off. Gibbs is gonna go for 35 points. I'm gonna kick this thing, get this thing started, and go into Sunday and, and win this. Gibbs got five points. Yeah. Five points. So we were dead 50-50. I think it was like projected 126.5 to 126.4. Like that was our projected going into the week. Yeah. The Lions get that game stolen from them. 
and then as a consolation, my winning percentage drops to 20% after the first game of the week. 20%. Wow. Uh, and then I, I never recover. I lose to Jake from Australia. So the line's going to win stolen. I don't win the, the fantasy football championship. Uh, it's a tough week. Tough week uh, here in the football household. Which is, it's crazy that Jake won. No, I love Jake. Jake from Australia, I love you. Uh, it, it's so funny that he won, being like, we are the only two people that have ever talked to Jake uh, in this group. The funniest thing about it is Jake always drafts his Eagles players because he wants his, his team players on his fantasy team. And the yeah. Eagles are good right now. And so they, they, it right? works. It's a winning strategy, and I hate it. <laughs> I know. It's funny to me that he won with a 10-5 record and 1768 points when uh somebody else has a 10-5 record and 1939 points and another person has 1883 points. So it's like point-wise it it all just worked out in Jake's favor. It uh well and the funniest thing about it is I played First round, I played the one seed, and Jake played Kevin, who was the two, uh, the yeah, the two seed, because Jake and I were three and four. So I play the yeah. one seed. Jake plays Kevin, the two seed. We both win that first week and go on to the championship. So the one and two played for third place. That's right. Kevin okay. put up like a hundred and seventy points. I scored ninety seven. Jake only scored a hundred and twenty. <laughs> like the the championship game was a slog fest, low scoring, like grind it out kind of game and kevin's out here winning 165 to 163 or something like that something crazy like that so that's funny um yeah what a week for football i have never been so mad about football in my life than i was on saturday uh was insane um and i never thought that i would have those feelings before yeah so Thank you for that. You're welcome. I blame well, only you. You were never a Lions band before me, and I got you in at a good time. You got to admit, I got you in at a good you time. You did. You really did. Uh, it feels good to be a Lions fan. But you also have to deal with this, because this is, this is what being a Lions fan is. <laughs> so, sorry about it. Exactly. You, don't, yeah. you uh, weren't a Lions fan uh, back when this happened, but in 20... 20- 11 i want to say uh had to have been because i don't think it was the 2016 game anyway we've only made the playoffs like three times the last 20 years so it's one of the last two times we were in the playoffs there was we were playing dallas in dallas in the playoffs okay matt stafford throws calvin johnson the dallas db basically tackles him before he can catch the ball they throw a flag the refs get together and talk about it because it's clearly pass interference. Lions get should get the ball and win, right? Mm-hmm. They pick the flag up. No call. Lions lose. Ugh. In Dallas, in it's the playoffs. Dallas. It's always Dallas. Always Dallas. And, and so you weren't around for that heartbreak because obviously the history of the Lions, like we haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. We hadn't won a division yeah. in 30 years until this year. Like it's, it's been nothing but heartbreak. And in those moments, and it's just like, of course, in Dallas, on the at the year we're exercising demons, we still can't get over uh, the refs in Dallas. So, yikes! What are you gonna so, do? Uh, 
they're still in the playoffs, right? Yep. Uh, when is their first actual playoff game? A week from uh, Sunday. So we're recording this on f- Thursday the 4th. The first playoff game yeah. will be... Um, let me pull up the calendar real quick. It will be... Uh, what is that? The, the 14th. 14th. So the we- because college football is over, college football championship is on Monday. College football is over. Yeah. NFL can have whatever time slot they want now, right? So they'll play playoff games Saturday, Sunday, and sometimes they'll have one Monday game too. Um, gotcha. So it's one. It's either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. They haven't released a schedule or anything yet because uh, nothing's finalized. Right. Do they know who they play yet? No, it's looking like it is either the most likely scenario is that Matt Stafford comes back to Detroit and we play the Rams in Detroit really? in the first round of the playoffs. Um which is storylines galore. Like people are going to be talking about that for all week. It's going to be nothing but yeah. noise. People are going to be all over both locker room, like reporters will be all over both locker rooms making up the noise. Jared Goff facing his old team, Matt Stafford coming back to Detroit. It's going to be a whole thing. And it's funny, it's the yeah. most likely scenario. It looks like the Rams are going to be 6 and we're going to be 3. Uh so now if the Packers win and the Rams lose this week, then we'll play the Packers at home and the Rams will go to Dallas. Um, gotcha. So that's the, uh, those are the two most likely scenarios is we're either getting the Packers at home or the Rams, but there's a scenario. There's a bunch of scenarios where, right. Like if Dallas loses and Philly loses, the lions get the two seed and then we'll play the seven seed, whoever that is. Uh, and if the Packers lose and the Rams win, then the saints are in and, or the Seahawks are in. And then it's so it's crazy. There it's, it is wild. Um, but it looks like there's, or it doesn't look like there's only one playoff spot still up for debate in, uh, the, in the, in our conference right now, there's only the seven seed or yeah, right. there's only one spot. Everybody else is clinched. Um, there's a little seeding weirdness between the Rams and whoever that, that seven seed is because the Rams will be the six seed unless the Packers win. And then the Packers get the six seed. The Rams get the seven seed. That's it. Right. Um, but beyond that, there's like five teams or four teams that can get that last playoff spot. I think it's the Packers, the saints, the Seahawks and the Vikings technically still have a chance. But I think like, I think the Lions are going to beat them on Sunday anyway because they're all pissed off from Dallas, so that won't happen. Right. But uh, it could be the the Packers, the Saints, or the Seahawks all vying for that last spot. With the the Packers have the easiest way if they win and they're in, um, which is gotcha. how it was last year when the Lions went up to de- to Green Bay and beat them, and they didn't get in. So who knows? A little deja vu action. Yeah. Chaos. Absolute nuts football. Um, It is absurd. I got one question for you before we wrap this thing up. Have your Christmas plans changed at all because of the age of your kids? Like... So I'll give you an example. I, I was talking about this today. So normally we go to Katie's aunt's for Christmas Eve. For Christmas Eve. That was like mm. for years we did that. 
um and katie's done it that like it was at her grandparents house and when her grandparents passed they moved to her aunt's house and that's they did it every year our kids are at the age now where us and katie's sister so our kids are one three five and seven that's our our age splits right now between the our four kids yeah we can't take them to somebody else's house who's not childproof who's who's got they live on yeah. a lake they have you know the whole thing and and enjoy a christmas eve we just we can't do it right, right? because it's we're i i'm basically playing referee to make sure the kids don't touch anything and to make sure they're trying to and then we can only be there for a little while we got naps we got you know it's an hour out there and an hour back so then we're fighting that too and it's like trying to to do this whole thing so this year we decided we can't do it our kids just are not at a good age for us to to do that um so we were yeah. before we got sick and everything i canceled we were going to do christmas eve at katie's mom's house so that the kids can have a like a christmas eve dinner but it's more kid friendly and and geared towards their age so um that was yeah. like a big change for us this year i'm wondering if you guys have done anything like that yet or run into it or you know or if it's just um, kind of what we talked earlier about like the kids being so young that we have to just kind of let the chaos happen yeah right now it's been um i i mean the last few years since we've had our kids we've done christmas eve at kayla's parents house yeah. for christmas um before that we would go to my lopez family house to make tamales. Yeah. And because all Christmas Eve, the Lopez's get together and just make tamales. And that's what they do. Um, so we would do that, but we can't take the kids out there because it's just too much going on. You know, you don't want them getting their hands in food and like stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so that's really the biggest change is that. Um, next year, Kayla and I will be doing our presents to each other on Christmas Eve. Because it was very hard for us to sit down and actually open our presents. Sure. Uh, with the kids because, you know, they're opening presents and want to play with all their new stuff. Um, so that'll be the biggest thing come next year is Kayla and I will do presents to each other on Christmas Eve. Um, but other than that, no, I mean, nothing really has changed. To me, having Christmas Eve with Kayla's parents feels right, you know, and then... I feel like as parents and things like that, because the same thing, yeah. your kids are at her, at her parents' house all the time and your mom's house all the time. Yeah. The same thing. Like our kids are at uh, Katie's mom's house all the time. They know where the toys are. They know how to get the things out that they need to get out if they you yeah. know, want to be entertained. So. Yeah. And as far as extended family goes, um, you know, Kayla's extended family, they rent out a rec center and we, like, it's not even really Christmas. It's a dinner. Like there's yeah. no presents exchange. Yeah. There's nothing like that. And then um, my mom's side, the royal side, um, we've never done a Christmas really over there. Uh, we're yeah. getting together in January, again, for like a dinner. Um, yeah. And that's, that's it. And then my mom and my sisters will do Christmas in January as well, but that's at my house. So it's like, you know, everything that they have is here. So nothing really has changed too much. Yeah, I think this was, uh, maybe it's a... Uh more specific than us but like because at my Schmansky family christmas it's at my my aunt's house and my cousin has three kids the same age as our kids and like yeah. there's i have 27 cousins and like there's kids and tots running around and destroying things all over the place so 
and the other thing, my family is more too of like, if you see a kid parent a kid kind of thing, like yeah. it, it, like it's not, uh, because there's so many little kids running around and because there's always been like the age difference between my sister, who's the oldest cousin. So it goes like my sister, me, and then there's 27 or 26 others below us. Right. Right. There's always been an age gap where like older kids are parenting younger. The, your family is very similar, right? So like, there's yeah. always been little kids running around, so it's not an abnormal thing. Um, and I, I, I was curious too because like that was a, a interesting situation to me thinking about like our kids just aren't the right age for a Christmas like that. We have to change our plans there. Uh, but a lot of other places, I feel like where there are either more kids or or like Katie's parents' house, which which is kid friendly already, um, it's easier. But like, yeah, we had to make that change because like it just. Can't, nobody can enjoy anything when you're okay. We got to drive an hour out there and then I'm going to have to make sure they don't go grab the TV remotes and throw them off the balcony and you know, all right. that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, just interesting. Something I thought of. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good, a good point. And definitely, you know, because our families are so extended and so kind of like not ready to have, Christmases at their house with grandkids or whatever it might be. Um, we just do it that way. Other than, you know, Kayla's family at her house, my family at my house. And that's, that's kind of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. So no, nothing, nothing major change yet. I don't know if that will ever come down the line or not. Um, another thing before we go, you were going to attempt to put Will in his bed. Have you tried that? Uh, guess what? He's in a, he's in a leap. He's waking up every 45 minutes. So no. Oh no. So no. Literally, I cannot, Joe, I cannot tell you how I, kid kid timing is its own thing. Kid timing is wild and, yeah. and ridiculous. We have been trying on and off for like since Thanksgiving probably. And it's, it's sickness, stuffy nose. You know, he's waking up all yeah. the time. The problem is, it's not really a problem, but, like, we're trying to do it. Ben had always slept in his bed. So, like, Katie would give him to sleep. I'd yeah. put him down. He'd sleep for big chunks. And so when it came time for him to be like, okay, we're going to sleep through the night, he was already used to his bed. All I had to do was kind of work right. with him to get him to put himself back to sleep, right? Yeah. Will doesn't sleep in his bed. And now we have to make the change of, like, all right, we have to wake up in the night go rock him back to sleep and put him back down in his bed. Yeah. Not a huge deal, except for the fact that he's waking up every 45 minutes right now. And like when he's sick, he does the same thing. And if he's in our bed, he will like crawl over and put his head on you and fall back asleep. So you don't really have to wake up. You don't yeah. have to get up. So if he's wake, if he's rolling around every 45 minutes, he will put himself back to sleep in our bed. But if you're in a new right. bed, you're in a new scenario, it's not going to work. So he's sick and then we try again and something else comes up. And now we had that big sickness for like two weeks in our house. Yeah. Right. And then Christmas and all this stuff. We're like, all right, get through Christmas on the other side. I texted you last week. I was like, we're through the holidays. We're going to do this immediately into a leap waking up yeah. in 45 minutes. <laughs> it's just kid timing is the worst, the worst of all. It's <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. 
it's <sighs> tough. What a tough life. Um, eventually, it'll right. be better. Well, eventually it will. Um, oh, I got one last thing for ghost. you. Oh, oh, go ahead. Go with your ghost hunter thing. Uh, a ghost touched me, and I saw it happen. Okay, don't go ahead with that. I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> it touched you like in the middle of the night. Uh, I was getting Grace into sleep, and his room was super dark, so I couldn't really see his face. So I turned on his camera so that I could see his eyes mm-hmm. uh, in the camera. Yep. And the way it's set up is it's facing his bed, and most nights if I turn it on, I'll see like orbs floating around in there. Like it's just super active in his bedroom. Uh, and I was sitting there on his bed and I'm looking at my phone and I see an orb and I feel, I feel a little like you're a spooky guy. You're in touch with the spooky. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a little like I can't describe it. It's not a chill, but it's just like a feeling like somebody's looking at you. Um, and I look at the camera and there's an orb just like hovering over my shoulder, my right shoulder, which is kind of facing his wall. I'm looking at it, and then it I see it move, and it moves to right behind my head, and then I just feel like the smallest like like somebody just like p- patted my head, like just kind of touched it, and then on the camera like it happened while I'm looking at it on camera behind my head, and then the orb flew off. And I don't want any part of that. Spooky season, Joe, baby. I'm not coming back to your house. <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'm just not. I'm not going to do it. I'm not, uh, sorry. I'm sorry I'm never coming to your house yeah. again. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so go on with your thing. My thing is way, way better than that. I fixed my furnace. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get touched by a ghost. It wasn't spooky. It was great. I watched a YouTube video and fixed my furnace, and it was great. Um. We talked, uh, I, I don't know, months ago or a month ago about yeah. how both of our furnaces have the same problem where the flame will kick on, it'll run for a minute and then turn back off again. And right. on New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, one of the two, um, it just wouldn't fix itself. It's been this way for like a month, but uh-huh. it'll do it for a little bit and then fix itself, right? And do it for a little bit and then fix itself. Yeah. And, like, we'll wake up in the morning, it'll be cold in our house, and then we'll have to wait for a while for it to cycle, 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 and then fix itself. And it just wasn't. And I was like, I went and I flipped the power off and flipped the power back on on the furnace. That didn't fix it. And I was like, funny enough, I had seen a TikTok the day before about a guy who read the code on the furnace. He's like, this is how you read a code on a furnace. Like, you know what? I just learned that. Let me at least look at the code and I'll Google it and see what I can do. Yeah. I didn't have to Google it. There's a little sheet on the front of your furnace and it was yeah. like flame indicator not working. Step one, clean flame sensor. And I was like, I don't know what that right. means. I'm going to Google that YouTube video, pull it up. The guy's like, here's how you can extend the life of your furnace by 10 years. He's like, you unscrew this little screw right here. You take some steel wool and you wipe this uh, little metal rod off and then you screw it back in and it works. I was like, there's no way that's that easy. So I called Tom because I was like, I that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I called Tom. He goes, no, no it, it literally is. He's like, you just unscrew the screw. And I was like, I asked him like a million questions. Like, cause the guy, the one thing the guy said on the YouTube video, like six times, like 
don't touch it with your fingers. Don't touch it with your fingers. You don't want to get grease on it. You don't want to get grease on it. Don't touch it with your fingers. And that freaked me out because like, you know, yeah. when, when somebody said that in a YouTube video, handymen are the worst because they'll say right. like life ending shit and just be like, yeah, just make sure you put the wire in the right place or else the whole thing explodes. But like, it's no big deal. Just put the wire in the right place. You're like, I've never done this yeah. before. What if I put the r- wire in the wrong place? They're like, just, just put it in the right place. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. And so he, when he said it like six times, like, oh, he means business. He means don't touch it with your hand. He means business. <laughs> so I, uh, so I called Tom and I was like, uh, he used a crisp $5 bill. He's like, I just got this from the ATM and I'm going to use this. I'm like, that is the weirdest thing to, to, to use in the scenario. You couldn't like on the furnace itself. It says clean flames, flame sensor in parentheses, use steel wool. And I was like, okay, I'll just use some steel wool. And he's like, yeah, if you got any like high grit sandpaper or, or anything like that, what I got here, a crisp $5 bill. That is the highest grit bill. That I is guess. least the of all the list of things to be lying around my house. That's least likely. That is bottom of the list of things that is like likely to be laying around my house. Nobody's leaving a crisp five dollar bill laying around my house anywhere. Yeah. Uh, steel wool. I got it upstairs under the cover. High grit sandpaper. I yeah. probably got it sitting in the back here in my junk pile. Like all of those right. things are things. A crisp five dollar bill. <laughs> When's the last time you got a crisp $5 bill, Joe? I ha- like makes no sense. So, yeah. So I called Tom because I was worried because this guy got it in my head. And the thing with the flame sensor is you literally do. You put it in the fire. Like that's it like gets put in the fire of the, of the f- yeah. furnace. And so he got in my head. I was, I called Tom because I have Brillo pads. And I was like, is the soap going to screw this up? He goes, no, it's, it's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. Just use that. Right. So, um, i I wore a pair of gloves when I, when I did it because I was like, well, he said, don't get oil on it. Uh, the last thing I'm going to do is get oil on this thing. Yeah. Um, so I used a pair of gloves, rubbed it off some steel wool, screwed it back in, been working perfectly ever since. Damn. Look at you. What a handyman. If you want to learn how to, to read your furnace code, you just hit me up on Instagram and uh, I'll walk you through it. Is yours a little red light that blinks? Yep. It's, yeah. it'll, the first one is slow and so like right my code was was 34 so the first one was one two three one two three four right and so that's the slow ones are the one number and the fast ones are the next number so um and then you just read the panel you just read the panel in front of it and then you do the what it tells you wow wow katie was thoroughly so much in the world Katie, Katie was like very thoroughly. She's like, I've never seen you go from thinking that you have a problem to solving a problem in 15 minutes before. Like that's never, you've never done that. And I was like, Hey, that that's daddy. And you know what? Sometimes you're right. Sometimes I think about a problem for six months before I fix it, but <laughs> this has been a problem for a month already. And I just figured out how to fix it. So yeah. it just took me a minute to, you did it though. You dang did it. And don't touch it with your hand, Joe. Don't touch it. Don't touch it with your hand. Get a crisp $5 <laughs> bill. Don't touch it with your hand. 
You can't even buy that from the hardware store. You can't buy that from the hardware store. Why would you even say that? It is harder to get a five a crisp five dollar bill than to go to the hardware store and get steel wool or a high grit sandpaper or a, like a certain cloth that is like Tell you what. Abrasive. It's a really good sketch for like a dad comedy show though. Walk into a, a hardware store and then just go to the counter with like a ten dollar bill and be like, I need this broken up. I need a f- and then leave crisp five dollar bill. <laughs> it's the only way I can clean my furnace. Oh, that's funny. That's great. Oh, there you awesome. go. Well, let's get let's get out of here. Let's it's do late. it. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate you. We're back. It's 2024. New year, new us, like we say every year. Um, we got some good stuff coming down the line. Um, I think we are going to do some YouTube stuff eventually. Uh, and some, some other thingies going on in our world that hopefully we'll be able to talk about soon. Um, but again, thank you all so much. We really appreciate you. We hope, we hope you had a great new year, great holiday. Um, and, uh, thank you for, for taking the time out and thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. If you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Twitter and Facebook and at Big Dead Energy Podcast on Instagram. And I'm looking up our, uh, our YouTube thing right now. Um, we'll have a link below. I don't have it right off the top of my head. I yeah. should. I should have prepared beforehand, but when have you ever known me to prepare beforehand? So uh, we'll put a link yeah. to it in the description below. Uh, hopefully this episode goes up on YouTube. If not, go follow us there anyway or subscribe there anyway because we're going to be doing uh, some more stuff on there coming, you know, moving forward. It's uh, 2024. Video only came into fashion in, what, 2013, 2012? So, Something like that, so only 12 years behind i think that's i think that's a good pace for us uh so go (laughs) go subscribe on our youtube as well so uh thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate it uh happy new year to everybody glad you could be here with us for another year 2024 is our year uh you know it our year it's our year uh i'm jerry schmansky i'm joe lopez remember click tongs twice before you use them This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.